Michigan State takes it to Buffalo on the basketball court. That is right. We are done with our cupcake schedule before Big Ten play. And then also, hmm, Michigan State bowl game or fake Michigan State bowl game. And then, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't help it. We have to talk about the college football playoff. Let's go. You are locked on Spartans. Your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan family, welcome to not just Locked On Spartans, but also the year of our Lord 2023. Hope you are having a great start to your new year, and thank you so much for kicking off your new year with us here at Locked On Spartans. I am your host, Matt Sheehan, and I won't be the only person here today. Uh, I will be joined by Sister Sheehan here in the second segment. She is going to be our guinea pig for real Michigan State Bowl game or fake Michigan State Bowl game. But sandwiched around that, that's right, we got to talk about Michigan State's basketball win, and let's just do that right now. Uh, they took it to those Buffalo, I don't know, Bulls, whatever they're called. Not, not relevant, because when you beat a team 89-68, to quite frankly, don't really care what your nickname is. Uh, now, I will say... Um, this is how you beat a sub-500 MAC team. Uh, it was made apparent before this weekend even started that there are some schools in this great state of Michigan that struggle against MAC opponents uh, at their home court, nevertheless. And those MAC opponents not even being all that good. We learned that well at that little program down the road before Michigan State took care of their business. And look, there are plenty of stars. For Michigan State in this game as Michigan State beat the Bulls. Uh, but before getting to any individual performances, how about 30 free throws for our Spartans? Uh, that is something that Buffalo is not that good at. Um, I don't expect Michigan State to be getting that high onto the free throw attempt chart. Uh, really, all too often during Big Ten play because that's just something that Buffalo struggled at all year. Opponent free throw rate, and we saw that in spades. On Friday evening. And also Michigan State. Hey, look at you guys. Forced 14 turnovers. That helped make the game drama-free for the most part. Uh, kind of a somewhat of a slow start. But again, like this was another game that was a week and a half break since the last one. So I'm not going to start lighting my shirt on fire and thinking the sky is falling. No, because at the end of the day, they, they covered the spread. They won by more than 20 points. And you also got some great performances by a good number of players. A.J. Hogard, okay, just a ho-hum, another double-double for him, 11 points, 10 assists on the night. Joey Hauser, 14 points, 12 rebounds, and that's also his fourth double-double of the season as well. Now, Malik Hall, he was the story of the game. He was making his return to the lineup here. Did not start. Uh, he came off the bench coming off of that foot injury. Uh, yes, he has practice leading up to this day, but held to just 12 minutes. But if you watched the game on Friday, you knew that that did not um, hamper what he could do on the court. Because in those 12 minutes, 11 points. And 9 of those points came in the first half. And again, like I don't think Michigan State was ever in risk of losing this game. Uh, it was just a little tight for the first 10, 12 minutes. And once Malik Hall stepped in, he uh, kind of helped put the game away before the Bulls could even make it a contest going into halftime. So, yes, nine points in the first half for Malik Hall. And also Jaden Akins. Hey, look at that. Just keeps on coming along here. 13 points, three of three from three-point land. And Trayvon Holloman, 
I thought played as solid of a game as he had in his whole career. And, well, there's some stats to back that up as well. Season high seven points, and I shouldn't say season high, that's a career high seven points. Thank you very much. Uh, he nailed his second three of his young career, and also four of four from the free throw line as well. So that's five solid performances right there. Uh, Carson Cooper had that great alley oop off the pick and roll, got some moxie under his wings with that one. Jackson Kohler had some good moments in the second half as well. They went to him a lot. In the last 10 minutes of the game, and I think that was just because, well, you can. <laughs> I mean, you're up 20 points. It would be nice to have Jackson Kohler start to jump start this offensive production here before Big Ten play really gets going. And no, I don't think he's going to be a player where they're going to rely on him for 14 or 16 points a night, but look, when he's in there eating up minutes and you want to feed the post... You would want to see a different Jackson Kohler than what you've been seeing the first half of the season, and doing it against these smaller opponents is a great time to do so, and he made it count in the second half. Uh, we started to see that good footwork, the good finishing, even had a block, I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken, in the second half as well, so... Jackson Kohler, you know, solid performance as well. Not, nothing that's going to light up a box score or anything, but you know, comforting going into Big Ten play. Now, of course, Michigan State already has two Big Ten games under their belt. Lost to Northwestern. They beat Penn State. But it was nice that they had these three chip shot games in that little Big Ten break. Uh, they, they beat Brown handily. Uh, they beat Oakland. Yeah, didn't cover the spread there, but... You know, not a game that was ever in danger. And then Buffalo took care of them as well. And that's the confidence boost you need going into Big Ten play because, holy mother of Moses, uh, this is quite the January our Spartans have. And it starts fine. Like, it, it starts okay. I mean, of course, nothing's going to be a guaranteed win in the Big Ten, except maybe Minnesota, but we'll get to them when we get to them. Uh, look, you get home against Nebraska, okay? That, that's a favorable game, and we will be belting out numbers from Bart Torvik right now. You've heard me reference that website all the time in the past. They, you know, crunched a, a bunch of uh, simulations. Sorry, blanked on that word. Simulations of these games. They used a lot of math, yada, yada, yada. They have a 70% chance of beating Nebraska at home. Per Bart Torvik. Uh, and then Saturday, this weekend, they play Michigan. Okay, they got a 72% chance of winning that game. Not not bad, but then we get into the gauntlet. At Wisconsin. At Illinois. Home against Purdue. Home against Rutgers. At Indiana. Home against Iowa. At Purdue. Of those seven games I just named, they have a higher than 50% chance of winning just one of those games, according to Bart Torvik, and that is the home game against Iowa, who, yikes, not, not looking too good over there in Iowa City. But yeah, Wisconsin on the road, it, that's going to be a tough game. Every road game in the Big Ten is a tough game, as you know. So yeah, going to Illinois after that, not fun. And then, yeah, like Purdue is Purdue, Indiana is Indiana, and that's at Assembly Hall. So look, this could be a bloody bloody January coming up. So yes, it's all fun and games now, but oh man, it was nice to just get those three chip shots over with, drama-free, need these next two games because, whoo-hoo, yeah, you've heard me talk about it, you can hear it in my voice, that, that's going to be a tough January ahead. Now also, the sports books reflect this as well, that's right, we got the numbers from betonline.net here, and look, whether you're a betting person or not, I, I, I'm one of those people, I think Vegas 
knows what they're talking about. You know, the, the old adage, uh, it doesn't look that pretty. Uh, without people losing all sorts of their money, kind of pays off here because they know what they're talking about. So, even if you're not a betting person, these are numbers that you might find interesting as well. This is odds to win the Big Ten Conference as we move forward into the bulk of the season. Purdue, odds on favorite. Uh, They are plus 120 to win this. Uh, And then Illinois, just behind them, plus 550. So, Purdue kind of, I don't want to say overwhelming favorite, but we'll call it a heavy favorite to win the Big Ten. Then it's Indiana 6-1, Iowa 12-1, Maryland 12-1, Ohio State 12-1, Wisconsin 12-1, Rutgers 20-1, Michigan 33-1, Penn State 40-1, Michigan State finally 45-1. Then you got Northwestern 66-1, Nebraska ball is 150-1, and then if you're feeling some Minnesota magic, that's 300-1 to right there. So yeah, place a single United States dollar on the Gophers to win. They just barnstorm and win the Big Ten Conference. Okay, that's 300 bucks. So, yes, Michigan State, the fourth lowest odds on the board. So, yes, Vegas is not liking Michigan State right now. Bart Torvik isn't liking Michigan State right now. But I got to say, I still got to side with the humans right now. And I know that's famous last words because uh, Jerry Palmy talked about it. He's a CBS sports bracketologist. He has Michigan State in as like an 8 or a 9 seed. Joe Lenardi also has Michigan State in as an 8 or 9 seed. And look, I'm falling in love with getting Malik Hall back on this court. So, yes, uh, that's kind of where I net out here before we go into Big Ten play is Look, I understand that this could be a tough January, but I think that this team will be better than what they looked like in the eight-game stretch without Malik Hall. So there you have it. Uh, We're going to switch sports, head over to football. And yes, while Michigan State did not play in a bowl game this season, we're still going to have fun with it because uh, we're going to play Michigan State bowl game or not a Michigan State bowl game here in a hot segment. First, just got to talk your ear off about LinkedIn Jobs. That's right. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates with more efficiency by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experience to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your job openings with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post company and the 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates possible. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. There's no wonder why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So what are you waiting for? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions. <laughs> That's right. They apply. Test, test. Test, test. Hey, all right. There we go. This is uh, Matt Sheehan, your host. That's right. And even more excitingly... Sister Sheehan, that's right, Catherine Sheehan. Catherine, thank you so much for being the guinea pig for this game show here. How on earth are you doing so far? Doing pretty good. Feeling not confident at all. Can't wait. That's perfect. You're probably going to do great at this game, actually. Uh, So, what we have here is I have 10 or 11 bowl games. I don't know. I can't count that high. 10 or 11 bowl games written down. Michigan State has either played in this bowl game in their history or they have never played in this bowl game. Well, because the other ones are completely and entirely made up 
Are you ready? Now, you you are a diehard State fan. Michigan State fandom runs in yes. this family. Uh-huh. Favorite Michigan State football moment from this year? Because I know you went to every game. I, I know you watched every from snap. Yeah, or like give us a favorite player from this team, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Oh, I actually just one favorite have player. to go. Yeah, just one I favorite player. I have to leave right now. Okay, this is a good start. All right, there we go. Uh, well, if you could stick around for these bowl games, let's just go down the list here. Okay, sure. All right. MSU bowl game or fake MSU bowl game. The Jeep Eagle Aloha Bowl. Did Michigan State ever play in this bowl game, or is this bogus? The no, Jeep that's Eagle Aloha Bowl. Bogus. Tell me I'm right, please. Michigan State oh, won 33 to 13 over Hawaii in the 1989 oh, no. Jeep Eagle Aloha Bowl. That is uh, that's 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 one <laughs> one one down. All right. The lone I'm going to embarrass myself so hard. I love this. Yeah, well, that, that's okay. I mean, I do this every day. Five days a week, I embarrass myself on this microphone. So you're that's true, and I'm not out of place at all. Okay. The Lone Star Airlines Freedom Bowl. The Lone Star Airlines Freedom Bowl. Did Michigan State ever play in this bowl game? No, now that one's bogus. That is bogus. That's okay. right. All right, you are one for one. Look at you. How are you feeling so far? You're two down? Slightly one. better. Okay. Like maybe 15% better. There you go. The John Hancock Bowl. The John Hancock Bowl. Did Michigan State play in this bowl game? No, they did not. They played in this bowl okay. game in 1990 <laughs> with a 17-16 win over the USC See, Trojans. If you just say, like, no to all of them, 50% of my answers have to be right. I right? don't hate that strategy at all, actually. It's like when you answer C on a Scantron for all yeah. of the answers. That's how like, I did my ACT, so exactly. yeah. Exactly. I don't hate that at all, actually. There we go. How about this? The You Got Mail Bowl. The You no. Got Mail Bowl. No. Okay. No way. Yeah, Get no. out of here yeah. with that. All right, yeah. yeah that, that, that's bogus. That was made up. Um... Well, we're flying by these. Uh, just to make sure that we're not going through this too quick, because we are we are a timed program. You got to space everything out. Any okay. any shout outs that you want to give right now to anyone? Yeah, absolutely. Nick Conley from Deloitte. Okay. Shout out to Nick. One he time pinged for Nick. me at work the other day, saying that he's a fan of the pod, and also all of my previous Bumble matches. Let's go. <laughs> I Turn went on. on a string of first dates <laughs> and back of my single days, where all of these men turned out to be <laughs> listeners of the pod. So shout out to those guys that I went on a first date with hope there you're we doing well and you change your dating profile to say must not listen <laughs> to locked on spartans for me to even consider you okay nice right, there we go. Tony. <laughs> silicon valley classic has michigan state played in the silicon valley classic i'm gonna go with yes you are gonna go with yes because the answer is yes okay. Catherine. Yeah, 2001 sure. well of course you remember this game 2001 they won 44 to 35 over who Oh my gosh. The Fresno State Bulldogs. That's right. Everyone's favorite team. There's no two part to this question. Nope, there's not, but I want to have some fun. So here we go. How about the Champs Sports Bowl? The Champs Sports Bowl. No, bogus. For you. That would unfortunately for you, Catherine, be real and uh, unfortunate for Michigan State fans as well. 24 to 21, a mm. loss mm. against Boston College. That was the Matt Ryan game. I think the announcers are still. I'm, you know, never mind. I'm, this is a family show. I'm not going to go any further. Okay. Do you know what your record is right now? I think you're three and three. I don't know. This is a lot of numbers flying around. I, I we'll I call it three know. and three. Sure. The Charlotte uh-huh. Queen City Classic. The Charlotte Queen City Classic. Has Michigan State played in this bowl game or not? I like the name Charlotte, so I'm going to say yes. Well, I wouldn't because they never played in that game because that is a made-up game. Uh, how about the Universal Studios Orlando Bowl? The Universal Studios Orlando Bowl. You know, I love that park, so I'm going to say yes. Well, that park doesn't love you because that's an incorrect answer. That is 
Two in a row that you've missed, I think. If not three, part two. That's okay. We'll just say that you're still a 500 right now. That's okay. you're you're doing great. Never okay. change. The Mazda Gator Bowl. The Mazda Gator Bowl. Has Michigan State played in this bowl game? Yeah, for sure. That, yeah, that, yeah. You remember this one? This was 1989. That's right. 34 to 27 loss to Georgia. Unfortunately, the GoDaddy.com Independence Bowl. The GoDaddy.com Independence Bowl. I'm going to go with no. Hard no. That's a, that, you're back. I'm back. You're back. That is a bowl game. Like I never left. Bowl game. Look, you got two to go. Okay. Are you perspiring? Absolutely. I have been this whole time. Okay, that's great. Awesome. Charles Schwab Liberty Bowl. The Charles Ooh. Schwab Liberty Bowl. Yeah, they played. For sure. Really? When? Tell me. I have no idea. No, because they didn't. That's a bogus <laughs> bowl game. Um, I think I think you're at 500 right now. Maybe you're not. That's I don't kind. know. Let's just call this a tiebreaker right here. Okay. The OurHouse.com Florida Citrus Bowl. The OurHouse.com Florida Citrus Bowl. Yes. Absolutely. Thank Folks, <laughs> give it up. Give it up for Guinea Pig and Sister of the Year, uh, Catherine Sheehan. Thank you so much. OurHouse.com Florida Citrus Bowl was played in the year of our Lord, 2000, in a 37-34 win over Florida. I have a family memory with that game that no one is going to care about, but I'm just going to go for it anyway. Uh, John rooted for Florida this entire game because uh, he was seven at the time. You know how little kids are. They they have their moods or whatever. And I think mom or dad made grilled cheese for lunch, and he didn't want grilled cheese. So to kind of fight against the parents who were all rooting for Michigan State, we were all rooting for Michigan State, he said, yeah, fine, like, F y'all, I'm rooting for Florida. He didn't say that as a seven-year-old, but he said, fine, I'm just going to root for Florida then. Like, all right, yeah, go Gators. So that's my memory of the uh, Florida Citrus Bowl. And, well, John was a loser that day. So, ha, let's go, that's right. (laughs) As he couldn't be on this podcast today because he may or may not be fighting the flu, but, oh, well, hey, just get, get good. Be better. Um, Be better. Anything else that you want to say? Any, any other takes about the basketball season going on that you want to get off your chest? Or uh, anything about the football team? Um, um, you know, I just hope everyone's having fun. And also, hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. And that's pretty much all I have to say. We did it. And, okay, there we go. Well, hey, we're going to talk about the college football playoff here in a hot second. You can either stick around uh, for these games that I think you watched two seconds of, or you can see if anyone else in the other room wants to come in, or I'm just going to do this myself. It's up to you. I'll ask around. I'm going to go watch some Okay, go knock on neighbor's doors, too, while you're at it. All right, go, go hit the bricks. All right, but until then, Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college football, bowl season. That's right, there's still a little bit more of that going on. And uh, yeah, just everything else going on pro basketball, hockey, golf is back in our lives. We got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even listen to those too at Bet Online as well. We are always the fastest and easiest way to get in on all of your betting info. So, what are you waiting for? Head to the website today. Use your mobile device. Learn more about the trends and action. That is at Bet Online, where the game starts. And let's start this third and final segment by uh, just talking about the college football playoff, right? I mean, look, I, I get it. This is locked on Spartans. And no, Michigan State did not play in the college football playoff. And Lord knows, Michigan State did not play in a bowl game. So, yeah, I'm going to say, uh, you know what, here, I'll do you one better. I'll actually beat all the Michigan fans to the punch. 
Uh, I get it. Oh, you guys, you guys didn't even play in a bowl game. Oh, when's your game, Sparty? Like, oh, this this was your best win of the year. Ha <laughs> ha. First of all, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right that TCU beating Michigan in the college football playoff was our best win of the year. I got, I have absolutely no problem admitting that. The, the amount of happiness that game gave me is probably enough to, oh God, have me set up until tax day in the happiness department. But yes, um, we are going to talk about it because th- this was the talk of the town in the sports world over the weekend. And as a Michigan State fan, watching your arch rival play in this game, screw it. I, we're going to talk about it. And besides, what else am I going to talk about? We're going to use the Nebraska basketball preview for tomorrow. Um, I, I guess I could talk about what's going on in the wrestling program another episode. But yeah, hey, we're going to talk about the college football playoff. And my goodness gracious, uh, a few questions that I just want to ask you guys that I will just answer in a rambling fashion. But look, we, we can all agree, state fans huddling together. Uh, that was the best possible way for Michigan. To flame out, right? No question about it, right? Like, I, I would rather it lose that way than the way Ohio State lost their game against Georgia. A, because I feel horrible for the kicker, right? I That's very unfair to him that, well, probably a lot of the blame is on his shoulders. And while I don't think that he is at much to blame, Ryan Day did not do a great job at calling those final plays, a lot of the casual fans and a lot of the passionate fans will probably be at Noah Ruggles' throat. Now, in Michigan's case, there's not really a single player that you can just go after, which makes it a little more kosher to root for. You know, it's not like I'm rooting for one kid's downfall. It was kind of a myriad of mistakes from, well, the, the players, of course, on the field. I mean, as much as, you know, it is fun to absolutely annihilate a college athlete. Uh, no, it, it was also the coaching staff, too, which had a lot of blunders. Which I loved. Uh, fourth and one. Or no, I'm sorry. No, uh, no, sorry. <laughs> First and goal. Uh, just at the one inch line. Quarterback sneak or now nah, let's just try to give it to the fullback. And uh-oh, there's the ball popping out in the end zone. That was great. Or the fourth and one that I wanted to mention. Hey, we have the nation's best offensive line. We got a pretty good running back. Heck, our quarterback can run sometimes. Let's just run it between the tackles for one yard or oh my goodness Gracious, golly gee willikers, our coach called the Philly special on fourth and goal at the one-yard line. So, yes, it was just more of the coaching classic hits for Michigan. But what I love the most about it, folks, Spartans, the haters, what I love the most about it is just the controversy around it, too. Just the controversy around it because, look, it would have been fun if they lost uh, fairly. You know, and they did. You know, they still, I don't think that night were the better team. Overall, top to bottom, are they the better team than TCU? Yeah, absolutely. But by the way, the teams played on Saturday night. No, like TCU deserved to win that game. But man, oh man, you just get the schadenfreude of the excuses, which, ooh, just come pouring out of the tap in Ann Arbor. And yes, was Roman Wilson's called back touchdown kind of a bogus call? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that was 100% a touchdown. No doubt about that. Was the hit at the end of the game a targeting call? Did the refs absolutely miss it in real time and then on the replay? 
1,000% they did. 1,000% they did. So yes, as me, a salty Michigan State fan just watching from the couch that I have not watched my own team play a bowl game in, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a little too much. Uh, that was great because, oh, that's just something that we could just hear about the rest of the offseason. And there ain't a thing. There ain't a thing that you guys can do about it. Yes, I know that there are still cries about, hey, JT Barrett was short back in 2016. Been crying about that for six years, uh, and nothing has changed. Uh, I know we're going to talk about Peyton Thorne's lag being down in the end zone last year, whatever that you guys want to call it. Doesn't matter how much whining there is, because fact of the matter is, uh, you had some other chances to pick it up on the field. You had other chances to get the dub on the field, but no, instead of focusing on those issues, uh, let's just talk about anyone that isn't our issue. So there you have it. Also, uh, really quick, if I could just add another family member to this show right here. My mom asked me today, what was more entertaining? Michigan basketball losing to Central Michigan just before the weekend started, or Michigan football losing to TCU and my... What a great question. While I was licking my, licking my chops on whatever night it was, Thursday night where uh, Michigan lost to Central Michigan, uh, Jesus, um, it has to be the cultural playoff game because here, and I'll, I'll, I'll make this about us, I'll make this about us state fans, you know, I'm not going to go a complete total hater, this is locked on Spartans after all. But that game really did feel like, and I've seen this comparison a few times on Twitter, the 2019 Final Four game against Texas Tech. Uh, and that game hurt us Michigan State fans, no doubt about it. It was a team that was probably superior to the opponent they lost to. Michigan State maybe better than Texas Tech. I don't agree with that as much as a lot of other state fans agree with that, but that's the majority. Is that The majority of state fans thought that, you know, look, Texas Tech was not as good of a team as Michigan State, just the way that, well, TCU is probably not as good of a team as Michigan. But for that night, well, there you have it. So, uh, yeah, am I saying that it was the Michigan-TCU game was more fun as a state fan just because it hurts Michigan fans better? Oh, man, I'm a... <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm just not a nice person because, yes, that is my answer. Uh, the only football comparison I can think of for Michigan State fans, and this is a game that still hurts me 11 years after the fact, is the Big Ten championship game against Wisconsin where, it, look, it, it looked like the storybook was finally going to meet its final happy chapter. And that's what it looked like for Michigan going into this game, right? Like, that's how I felt in 2011. Kirk Cousins, senior year, B.J. Cunningham, the, Mark D'Antonio visits Pasadena before the season, says you will be the ones, this is where the season ends, and like you think that, oh yeah, like <laughs> this was all meant to be. It's, it's kind of how Michigan felt going into this game as well, and well, the players said it themselves, they were pretty much sharpening themselves in the national title game in every press conference they had, so... Yeah, I think there's a lot of comparisons with the 2011 Big Ten Championship game that I'm still working through, personally, and what we saw on Saturday uh, with our friends, our dear friends over in Ann Arbor. So, yeah, that's your college football playoff talk. Um, God, I wish Ohio State won. Look, I, I, I hate rooting for conference. I never root for the conference, but, man, that would have twisted the knife a full 360 if Michigan just got bounced out and then Ohio State straight to the national title game. Uh, <laughs> oh, that would have been nice, but... Alas, um, 
Don't settle for a 48-yard field goal when you don't have to. All right, we will be back on tomorrow's show previewing the Nebraska ball game against our Spartans. Uh, hey, any mailbag questions, hit me up, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. You know where to find us. If any news breaks, Locked on Spartans, your team every single day. Now let's go have a great start to our new year. Love you all. Go Green.